This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. It's the top of the hour, but it's still hour number one of the VGK Insider Show. That's how much influence I have on this program. Total chaos. Uh, the other day, it was Bobby in here working the working the board because mm-hmm. Chapman was uh, not feeling well. Yeah, and and Bobby looked at me, and went, um, "Hey, so I have a question for you." I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead, Bobby. Do I have to tell you about the clock, or do you just like figure it out eventually?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, no we're we're good." <laughs> and and today we totally blew through uh, the whole thing. Uh, we've got our play of the day coming up, and then we'll uh, come back with uh, a little bit more on the VGK front, the big news that Mac pa- Max Pacioretty has had wrist surgery and is uh, out indefinitely, but successful wrist surgery. The play of the day goes back to the New York Rangers performance yesterday. Rangers come out, lead to Panarin. Ekblad is back. Panarin goes behind the back, and he scores! Oh, incredible goal for our As he beats his fellow Russian, Sergei Bobrovsky, to give the Rangers a 1-0 lead. Right up, right from the goal line all the way to Panarin, and then this little move, and then right through the legs. Through the legs, little backhand, he kind of missed the shot. As Ekblad came back, put some pressure, oh, he hardly got any of this. Sam Rosen, Joe Micheletti with the call on MSG. I, I think the, the players get a kick out of watching the World Junior Championship and all the skill plays that the kids do, mm-hmm. and then they come out and just raise the bar. Uh, Artemi Panarin with a big goal. Remind me during one-timers okay. to revisit the New York Rangers and a criticism of them because it happened again last night. They lost to the Florida Panthers. Hour uh, number two, hour 45-minute-ish of uh, the VGK Insider Show is coming up next. Uh, more on the Vegas Golden Knights will bring you up to date with who is a practice, who wasn't a practice, and the surgery to Max Pacioretty. This is Fox Sports Las Vegas. Short-handed Smith coming down the middle on the back end. He shoots. He scores! Listen to the fortress. It's a short-handed goal for Riley Smith. Because one hour isn't enough, we welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Knights get the puck out of the zone. Here's Stone, lead Stevenson coming in. Down the middle, he gets a backhander off, and it's in! Chandler Stevenson! From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Oh, are you of the opinion 2021 Turn the page, let's go. Because last year, it was all about rinse that whole thing, and we'll just get on with life. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, oh, 2021's been showing signs of spark, signs of getting back to normal. And then the n- next to last day of 2021, mm-hmm. what happens? We get this tweet uh, from the Vegas Golden Knights uh, telling us that Max Pacioretty is going to be out after successful wrist surgery. He is out indefinitely. We'll... Uh, Break down what the Golden Knights lineup could look like tomorrow night in the final game of the calendar year. Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace, uh, Chris Chapman, uh, he's just fielding texts from buddies and telling us all about it. So uh, <laughs> look forward to that uh, at some point during catching up with Chapman. It's, like nobody, it's like nobody texts Chapman ever because whenever he gets a text, he has to tell the whole world uh, about it. He's uh, excited. I, he I, is excited. I, I only tell you when it's a friend of ours, and, and Bruce Cusick was texting me. Name and, dropper? Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> That's if if you're going to drop a name, that's the name to drop. Yeah, right there. yeah like isn't drop it out of your Rolodex. <laughs> Whoa, Bruce! 
People don't know what a Rolodex is anymore either. I do. I'm old enough to know. That's too bad. So let's get into the uh, what happened with the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, and they returned to practice today. Mm. We were all focused on the COVID protocol and the CDC guidelines uh, being accepted by the National Hockey League, where a quarantine is uh, is five days. So we were wondering who would show up, uh, whether it be Dodonov or Petrangelo. Uh, uh, Howden, where does he fit into the mix? Uh, Pete DeBoer. And... Then we get through that, and the whole world shakes with the patch ready news. Uh, significance uh, in your heart of, of patch ready and hearing that he's had successful wrist surgery, which is great. We don't know uh, what was bothering him. We don't know which wrist. We, there's a lot of unknowns that we'll find out tomorrow after the game uh, against the Anaheim Ducks when Chapman asked the question. But the 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 first reaction, and now that you've had some time to let it settle in. So, yeah, I mean, my initial reaction wasn't so much the, a concern for the Vegas Golden Knights to deal with uh, this stretch without Max Pacioretty. Yeah, that really wasn't where it was at all. For me, it was, that sucks for Max Pacioretty. He was on an absolute tear since coming back into the lineup from injury earlier on. I wanted to see how high that goal total could have gone yeah. because he was he was playing like a guy that could have scored 40 he really, really was. Despite missing that Despite big chunk. Despite missing yeah. that chunk. And I thought he had he had every bit the ability to do it. And now it's it's certainly not going to happen now. But uh, that was my initial reaction. Man, this sucks for Max Pacioretty. The, the Golden Knight stuff, yeah, it, it's unfortunate. Yes, you're down your best pure goal score. I get all that. But this is a team that's proven so far this year that whatever it is in front of them, they'll deal with it, they'll make the most of it, they'll get through it, and they'll be better for it. Max Pacioretty was not at practice today, uh, undergoing the procedure. Mark Stone was not at practice. Nick Haig was not at practice today. Robin Leonard was not on the today. Pacioretty, Stone, Haig, Leonard. All mispracticed today. I don't think... Pacioretty for sure. Mm-hmm. That's an obvious one. Yep. Leonard and Stone. I would not expect them to be in the lineup tomorrow afternoon. Nick Hag, I do, uh, of those three, in just watching the rotations uh, during the course of, of, of practice today. On the positive, Alex Petrangelo on the ice of practice. Yeah. First time since uh, entering COVID protocol. He was joined by Evgeny Dodonov uh, on the ice. And Nolan Patrick was skating uh, on his uh, with line mates in the yellow sweater, and then also got uh, some work on the power play. So developments on on that front, starting with Petrangelo and Dodonov on COVID protocol, and then Nolan Patrick. Yeah, I think it, it's going to be huge for the Golden Knights to get Alex Petrangelo back into the lineup as early as tomorrow. Petrangelo Haig as a pair has been just so good, and I, I think. You, if you get Hag, if Hag's able to play, you have Petrangelo, you have your top pair, and then everything else kind of falls back around it. You know how much Zach Whitecloud has been able to to kind of take control in the absence of Alex Petrangelo, and then you can push him down a little bit and maximize the minutes you're getting out of out of Zach Whitecloud too. I think that's positive. And for you know for the forward core, Evgeny Dodonov scored some big goals for the Golden Knights this yeah. year. He has, and you're going to need him eight. This year, it's, it's a good number. Yeah, it's a, it's a good number. And, really good number. And game of the game-winning variety. He's mm-hmm. got a, an overtime goal. He's got a shootout goal that have helped this team win some hockey games. You're going to need Dodonov to find the back of the net because, you, you know, you look at guys that, that have that talent, that ability. 
Uh, with Max Pacioretty out of the lineup, you've got Jonathan Marcheseau and and you've got Riley Smith and and you've got Evgeny Dodonov. Like those are the guys that you expect up front to put the puck in the back of the nut with some regularity. So you know it's it's a it's a good sign that Dodonov was out there tonight. It's it's hopeful that he'll play tomorrow. And then as far as Nolan Patrick goes, and and this is kind of where where I think his impact would be most important for the Golden Knights. And I said it in the in the first hour of the show. Without Max Pacioretty in the lineup, you are missing a weapon on your power play. And the Golden Knights power play has been the best it's been over the last 12 games. And it's no real coincidence that that coincides with Max Pacioretty and the heater that he was on. Mm -hmm. You're going to need somebody to make plays for you on the power play. And I think that's where Nolan Patrick, if he's in the lineup and getting comfortable and feeling confident in his game, that's where he help this team in the absence of Max Pacioretty the most. It's an 11 o'clock pregame show tomorrow on Fox Sports Las Vegas and the VGK Radio Network ahead of the noon face-off against the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, game time decisions. There won't be any morning skate. There won't be any media availability tomorrow. But I would expect uh, when you watch warm-up tomorrow that uh, that a lot of eyes will be on whether Nick Hag is out there for the pregame warm-up and whether Nolan Patrick is out there for the pregame warm-up. Mm-hmm. To my knowledge, Patrick hasn't taken a pregame warm-up. He has not. Yet. Uh, those, are, those, are, those are two big pieces. Mark Stone, too. Uh, we don't know exactly what's happening there uh, and, and his status. But, uh, but those, those three players will we'll watch and see whether or not they can go. Uh, they, they contribute. They change things in different ways. Uh, and uh, for, for Haig and Petrangelo giving you your, your top pairing right now, uh, it was funny. Uh, Zach Whitecloud had a, had a different look uh, on, on the pairings today, too. So it, it kind of made me wonder exactly where they were going. But if Petrangelo's back and Haig's back, then you've got Theodore. Uh, you have uh, McNabb. Uh, you have uh, White Cloud, and then you've got uh, options there. Yeah, yeah, you do. And you know, it's funny. I I've liked most of Ben Hutton's game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that there have been times where he has come in, he has given a, a little bit of. He of, skated with Petrangelo today. He's given a little bit of something for the Golden Knights. Uh, but I mean, you, you look at the option of of having Petrangelo Hag. You've you've got the option of McNabb, Theodore. And then Zach Whitecloud, you put him with anybody, right? Like that's just kind of how versatile and how good he's been. Uh, Dylan Coughlin, I think, had a rough game against the LA Kings. I'm not sure if if you're if you have the the option. I I, I would probably I would probably have Ben Hutton in the lineup over mm-hmm. Dylan Coughlin. Um, but I think that that's just something that that you know Dylan's Dylan's going to have to work through uh, through as this year kind of goes. There's two schools there, right? You go throw him right back in. Sure, sure. And let's go. Yeah. Which. I love, mm-hmm. but I also see the benefit with with Hutton with the the extra player uh, to be able to and a veteran presence to be able to mix and match because when they've spotted those those they kind of get three four games out of them yeah. then they make the change yeah and uh, we saw what Coglin did when he went in uh, on the road trip and and be able to contribute so uh, I think there's there's benefit and you can justify it either way I am with you I wouldn't uh, I I think Hutton Hutton goes back in tomorrow. Yeah, he's he's also so close to scoring. Like I'm telling you, I called I called a goal for Ben Hutton pregame of the Kings game. I'm so irritated. I'm so irritated that Keegan Colasar was able to get a tip on that. I, I still don't know that he touched it. And I was and feeling Keegan, so good, Keegan. I know you. I know you touched it. 
and and Keegan listens to the show all the time. Uh, Keegan, I know you touched it. You don't have to. You don't have to yell at the radio. I know you touched it. I just haven't been able to see it yet, like physically. Go. Yeah, he 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 touched it because you can always trust the player's reaction. Yeah. No, I was I was so excited to tweet. And out he's worked ben hard Hutton. on that on that goal. Tip. He's worked hard on that. Yeah. Oh, you were you just wanted to go? Yeah, I just I just wanted to be right, Darren. Yeah. Like, you know what? You should know all Don't, about that. I know. It, it, you know what? It's there's something to it, and and I'm I'm hopeful you'll experience what I feel every day. I I, I mean I'm right more often <laughs> than not, but uh, I want to be right about that. Where do you think they go with the uh, with Stevenson? If Stone and Patchetti can't play, is it simple as putting Dodonov and Yanmark on that that line? Yanmark's knocking on the door too. I think that's where you start, mm-hmm. right? Like I think that's where you start, especially because. Nick Waugh with Colasar and uh, and Will Carrier was yeah. was good, right? Like they're they're going to get pucks in deep. You trust the skill of of Nick Waugh. Like I, I think that that's kind of the direction that you go. And then as far as your fourth line, if if Nolan Patrick's able to go, he's your anchor, and you can, mm. you can put players around him. And you you look at Patrick and and wanting the contribution to come on the power play. Jake Lasishin skated as a D man today. He had the third. He was the fourth guy with the yellow jersey on yeah. on that that fourth line. Yeah, but he skated as a as a defenseman. It, you know, and that's that's the interesting thing too because, you know, I like I look. He at, will not play defense tomorrow. Right, but but like so when you sit when you sit there and you start to think about it, right? Like Michael Amadio has mm-hmm. some skill in yeah. the offensive zone specifically. Like I, I think his shot is good. He's got good offensive instincts around the net. If you can get something going with Amadio. And the high-end skill of a number two overall pick in Nolan Patrick, if you can find something with those two players, then then maybe you can unlock something there on your fourth line. No pregame skate, so I don't think Howden goes back in. Because of mm. they, we're working onto these new guidelines of, uh, you, first you need a negative test, and uh, if uh, you're symptom-free, then you can you can play after five days. Yeah. Or you can be around the team after five days. Uh, I believe Pete DeBoer will be able to coach tomorrow, mm. although there's some uh, the negative test, and then <laughs> it might be down to like the minutes because it's an, <laughs> it's a noon start. I, I don't know whether they actually go off the time that you test, really, and then okay. five days, or whether it's just day the day that you test is day one, sure, and then then through. And I hope I I never really truly understand those logistics. Because that means we're in a different spot, and uh, I don't want to get uh, get through this. But uh, the I think Pete DeBoer is able to coach. I don't think Howden goes in just because there's no pregame skate, so that opens up with the the Amadio situation with Lasician and so forth. Yeah, uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, that's the situation. Uh, so it's a f- noon start tomorrow, mm-hmm. eleven o'clock pregame show for everybody listening. Uh, Fox Sports Las Vegas will have a one hour pregame show as always, but it starts at eleven a.m. Face off at noon, and then because we're at the rink and everything's shutting down on the strip, mm-hmm. there will not be a VGK Insider show tomorrow because we basically have to get out of there, be, just to be able to get out of there. Uh, physically, have to be able to get out of there. Yeah. So we're, we we will do the game, you will do the post game, uh, and so forth, and then we will rejoin everybody next week. Yes. So this is our last show. Last show of the year. Of 2021. Yep. Do you have any resolutions? I got a couple. I'm, I'm not a resolution guy. Come on. No, no, no. Okay, I, I got I a couple. I don't believe in it. I don't uh, believe in it. Uh, we've got the uh, one-timer segment coming up. And we also have some, do we have tickets to give away today? We're saving them till next week? Till 2022? Yep. 
okay, well, you better have something big for 2022. Yeah, we're starting the year off right. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Look forward to it. Uh, one-timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League, and a couple of resolutions uh, that I'll hand out to, uh, to people or teams in the NHL. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Maybe a two-on-one. Petrangelo gets it. He shoots. He scores. It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Short-handed goal. Alex Petrangelo. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insider Show. Get through it. Patrick Laine returning to play for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Missed 19 games. Uh, he is in the lineup uh, tonight. So that is great news for the Columbus Blue Jackets. I like watching him play. Yeah, me too. He's so much fun. Uh, the NHL has postponed the Stars-Coyotes game Sunday. So the total is up to 81 games to make up later. There has been one game made up already. There was the New Jersey-Ottawa game that was postponed and they've already played that one. It's a barn burner. <laughs> By the way, congratulations. That's super to, on my radar. Congratulations to your Buffalo Sabres. And what did they do? Well, they they get they got the New Jersey Devils going in the right direction last night. Oh yeah, well, come on. If if if, if there's anything the Buffalo Sabres are good for, it's getting a team going. Yeah, I agree. Not uh, them, but someone else. Dean Evason signed a multi-year contract extension to remain coach of the Minnesota Wild. And uh, good old Dino, uh, after replacing Bruce Boudreau, 62-29-7. and seven. Dean Evison's a good hockey coach. I, like, this is awesome. Uh, good for him. Good for his coaching staff. And I like fun Minnesota Wild. I like Kirill Kaprizov. I like what Dean Evison has been able to do with this hockey club. So uh, keep it coming because it's entertaining games whenever the Golden Knights play the Minnesota Wild. Oh, what a different vibe around that team yeah. uh, with Billy Guerin running it and uh, and and Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux's good coach too. Sure. That's, yeah. that's the guy that, that, that Dean and Bruce were together a long time. Uh, Washington and then uh, Minnesota and then Bruce has gone on. Uh, Vancouver has not lost since Bruce Boudreaux took over that team. Yeah, I, I don't think they're capable of losing. One last night over the Anaheim Ducks. Thanks, Bruce. Crazy. Come on. Did did you expect anything different? Well, did you expect Vancouver to ever be in the mix? Yes. The minute they hired Bruce Boudreaux. Yeah. It's, it's what he does. He he rarely, rarely oh, I know. misses the playoffs. This was starting for the deep hole. Yeah, I mean, but it's Bruce. And finding different ways to win, mm-hmm. finding different ways to, to create offense, finding new ways to get players on board. Yep. Uh, well done by Bruce Boudreaux. 7-0. and Yeah. Naturally. Did you see his cameo the other day? Mm-mm. He did a cameo uh, as coach of the... Because he was he was on cameo before he was coach, sure. So people were still signing up for the the shoutouts uh, on cameo. So yeah. he actually did one, nice, and talking about let's go Vancouver Canucks and kick some, and then he said something else, and then he's like, you know what's better than six, seven, eight, nine? Ten. It was I, like it, I've I've never seen anything like it from a head coach. I, he's so much fun. I just I love the fact that now that Vancouver is winning, whoop, there it is. Has made a comeback as Bruce. There Bruce, it is. There it is. I yeah. love it. That's phenomenal. Uh, Colorado Avalanche forwards Miko Renton and Logan O'Connor practiced. 
after being uh, removed from the NHL due to COVID protocol, they could play uh, this weekend. So uh, the, the Colorado Avalanche are quietly making their way up the standings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're because they're really good mm-hmm. and they're going to be the best team in their division. I know that Minnesota's come along and I know I had a lot of complimentary things to say about Dean Evison and the Minnesota Wild, but the best team in that division is still the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, when it comes to resolutions, then I'll get back to the news and notes uh, in just a little bit. Resolutions. Uh, I think the Edmonton Oilers should resolve out of the in 2022 mm-hmm. to find permanent line mates for Connor McDavid. That's what I think the whole focus in Edmonton should be. You guys are focused on the goalies. Yeah. I went through the reason. list yesterday okay. of all the line mates that Connor McDavid has had over his career. Mm-hmm. It's extensive. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's really a Hall of Fame list. No. But it's extensive. Dancive. It's right saddles in there like four times. It's so it's like the Sidney Crosby effect. Like yeah. how how long and how many different times did the Pittsburgh Penguins try to find the line mates for Sidney Crosby, only to find out that Sidney Crosby works best with Chris Kunitz. Just that's just what it. Connor McDavid is. Yeah, I just it's wild how many and it was it was worse than I thought. Yeah, yeah, out of it. And guys that I hadn't thought of in years. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that that has merit. I do think that you probably, like, I, I would argue y- you have to find the ability to have three lines that can do something for you um, so that when it's not, you know, when, when McDavid and Dreisaitl are not on the ice, you're not absolutely getting destroyed in possession, in, in goal scoring, all of that. Um but I still think if you're going to give a resolution to the Edmonton Oilers, please get a goalie. Yeah. Please get a goalie. They're going to be sunk by their goaltending, period. Full stop. You mentioned uh, McDavid and who he's, who he's played with. Mm-hmm. Hey, and, and like Sid had Kunitz, at least. Yeah. Like there's always uh, Ovi has Backstrom. Well, there's yeah. Perry and Getzlav. You know, like there's. there's yeah, what then? If, if you don't have. If you don't have the full line, like the perfection line or sure. the misfits, yeah. you at least have a pairing. Connor hasn't even had the pairing. No, 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 he has. It's it's Leon. But they're both centers. I, I, I'm with you. And and I feel like going out and, and signing Zach Hyman, like, was was the thought process with Hyman that yeah, you just have him play with Connor or Leon, or do you have him drive his own line? Play him together on the power play. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the reason is. I don't know what the answer is. But with, with Connor McDavid, he's so good, he makes everyone else around him better. And what you get out of that equation is Zach Cassian going off for 12 games and getting a big contract out of it. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's what it's been. And, and that's that's the revolving door of line mates for Connor McDavid. Now let's get back to uh, news and notes. Okay. I asked you earlier in the show I'm to gonna, remind me I'm going to do it right now. Hey, Darren, you have to talk about the New York Rangers. So I do the, the Chirp podcast, mm-hmm. and, and every every week I, I get together with uh, the crew, management of the Chirp, yeah. and we have a staff meeting before we record the show. Okay. And one of the guys is a Ranger fan, and <laughs> and he is my, like, I, I use him as my Ranger star okay. that guides me around. Okay. And... 
He's a, he's also an Islander fan, so he's got that. Uh, I mean, how can you be an Islander and a Ranger fan? I don't think that that's real. I don't. Yeah, that can't be a thing. He, he is. He, he follows them equally. You no. can follow them. That doesn't mean it's you're like a fan. Who, get, who gets to? He, he said, "Who gets to go to my favorite team's games? I have two favorite teams, and I get to go to their games every night." He's got a point there. But why? Uh, anyway, uh, he. He mentioned that the New York Rangers, despite... And he's complaining about the Rangers the other day. <laughs> like, what? how are you complaining about the New York Rangers? They're in a playoff spot. They're top 10 in the league. Uh-huh. They're battling for first place in the in the Patrick division. This is great. Yeah. Except they don't beat anybody good. Okay. And I thought, oh, okay. There's, like, every team's okay. But then we went through it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... And he's got a point, doesn't he? Yeah. So when you go through the game log of the New York Rangers, you will see a couple of wins against good teams. Florida, Toronto, Nashville, if you consider them. But Nashville is terrible when they beat them. Well, that's the the problem. All that happened within like the first 13 games of the year. And when you look at the losses for the the New York Rangers, it's the Washington Capitals. It's the Florida Panthers. It's Vegas Colorado Golden twice. Knights. It's Vegas. It's Calgary twice. Uh, you look at the Rangers this year, and they are wildly consistent in beating the teams they absolutely should beat and not being able to beat the teams that are better than them. I think they're the closest team to its true identity. Yeah. Yeah. But usually you mix in a few upsets, and then you lose to a couple of... Dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they just, they beat all the teams they're supposed to beat. Now, I'll see when, when Shesterkin's back in a groove and whether they can they can light it up uh, there. Artemi Panarin is about to become the points leader in National Hockey League history for a player who is not drafted. Hmm. The current leader in that regard, I found this out by watching games last night, Mark Giordano. Who would have picked him? He's been around for a long time. Yeah. And he's been offensive. Yeah. Um, but I still wouldn't have picked. Not offensive, but offensive. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I struggle with that terminology yeah. all the time. You know, the Calgary Flames should trade for Mark Schoenhandel. <laughs> they, they, they should. Uh, New Year's resolutions. Gosh, come on. Arizona Coyotes. Find a place to play. Like, no, no, but, but not just like now. But forever. And I don't care whether it's Quebec City or Kansas City or Portland or Houston or Tempe. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But can we end this thing? I know that's too much to ask for. But on the short term, that's big picture. That's big grand scheme of things. Yeah. Right now, the resolution is find a place to play for mm-hmm. next year. I mean... You don't have to you don't have to have that all figured out day one of twenty twenty two. It'd be nice. Um so in two days they will not know where they're going to play that year. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. <laughs> is I, that is that not the most Arizona Coyotes thing ever? Though? Like th- totally. it was it was always going to at some point get to this place where you literally don't know. Where this team's going to play next season? Well, I can remember when I lived there, they played downtown at at the time. It was called America West Arena, yeah. which is literally right downtown. But they were talking about building a rink 
out in the Scottsdale area in an area called Los Arcos, and that never came to fruition. And then oh, they built the, they should. They should have. The that's... Los Arcos Coyotes? That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, I think it was the old Los Arcos Mall. But um, I don't care. That name's just Los Arcos. Yeah, Yeah. it's cool. With the Kachina jerseys, it'd be phenomenal. Then they moved them out to Glendale, which I never really understood because that's on the west side of Phoenix. And a good majority of the fan base lived on the other side of downtown. So that's like a 45 hour drive. 45 hours? 45 45 minute hour drive to, to get there, especially during rush hour traffic. I never understood that move to begin with. They should have kept them downtown or built it out in. But they got a good deal on land. Oh yeah, but who cares if nobody's showing up no, to watch? Like, it was like six owners ago. You know that. that but still, <laughs> they should have just built was, was Gary and Bill. They should have <laughs> yeah, just NHL. gone to Los Arcos. Yeah, move them to Quebec City. I'm a, I'm, I'm in on that. Let's go. Hmm. Uh, the Quebec City Coyotes, Kachina jerseys and all. Evgeny Malkin says uh, he's not thinking about the money when it comes to a new deal. Okay. Probably made enough. Says he'll take a team-friendly deal with the Penguins when he signs an extension. I don't think about money. I'm a pretty rich guy. That's the quote. (laughs) I love that. At least he's honest. Evgeny Malkin's so fun. What, what What a beauty. That'd be fun to say that and mean it one time. Yeah. It's never happened to me before. Not like gonna, it. it won't happen to me. Uh, New York Rangers apparently pursuing Tomas Hurdle. Okay. I uh, mean, a, I I I would be lining up for Tomas Hurdle. So mm-hmm. yes, it's the kind of guy that I had on VGK radar in the back of my mind going before, into training camp before Eichel. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think a couple people probably did because I like him a lot as well. I'd love to see Gerard Gallant coach Tomas Hurdle. Uh, Mark Spector of Sportsnet says Kyler Yamamoto, if he continues not to score, he may find himself playing elsewhere at the deadline. <laughs> I, I love Spector, and I can say this. That's a funny line. If, if, he, if he doesn't score, yeah. he could be playing elsewhere. But if he scores, they're going to keep him. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's good. That, right. uh, that's uh, very logical. Yep. From the, that's from the... Uh, I, I thought I'd throw that in. Yep. Just no, it's the, good. Sometimes that's... sometimes we sports uh, commentators come up with real beauties. Was that was that on Twitter or in a column? Like what, what That was, was in a column slash... Oh. And then his tweet was enclosed in, that in, is, in, in the column. That is doing Twitter right. Yeah. That is... There's a, Twitter blows me away. When, confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. Major story. And then confirmed. <laughs> yeah, well, because somebody else had it 25 I, minutes ago. I have not, or or not that so-and-so needs confirming, but I have confirmed. Mm-hmm. See that sometimes, too. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, that, that that's one that's one of the all-time <laughs> greats. I give them points for creativity. Sure. In that. Yeah. But not basically that- all they're saying is, this happened, but I'm not going to give them all the credit for yeah. it. Yeah, not that Chris Chapman's reporting needs confirmation, but I have confirmed. Yes. That the sky is blue. Yeah. Yeah. By stepping outside. We should call people out on that by name. All right. You start. <laughs> um, when it comes to surprises this season, 
there's there's the, your obvious ones. There's mid-season surprises like mm-hmm. Vancouver being able to turn it around. Uh, the the Nashville Predators being able to strive to the top of the uh, moonlight as a good hockey team. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right on that. If they win tonight, they tie St. Louis for first in the Central. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't see that coming. Uh, but as as far as surprises are concerned, what is Tampa Bay not like the biggest surprise? You know. I don't think you're far off there because it was a slow start out of the gate. Then you're going through another extended period without Kucherov, without Braden Point, and all they did was win hockey games. And they're they're a juggernaut. Like you shouldn't lose three players that constituted one of the best checking lines in hockey and somehow be better. And yeah. they're better in this regular season than they were last year. When you're "Quote unquote," supposed to be less hungry. Yeah, well, I, I don't, I don't think hunger's an issue with that team. Like that's where I give John Cooper a ton of credit. I, I think he's got that team as motivated as ever to go out there and do it again. Here are the five worst teams in the National Hockey League for points. Okay, Seattle. Yep. At five, the Islanders at four, Ottawa at three. Montreal, and then Arizona. Okay. If you had to beat somebody in a one-game playoff to qualify for the Stanley Cup postseason, which one of those teams would you want to face? Which one of those teams would you not want to face? Oh, I'm, I'm playing Arizona all day long. Yeah, I don't even think that's debatable. Like, they scored seven goals and lost a game. Like, that's... that's <laughs> Impressive. Impressive. It's all you need to know about the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Which team do I not want to play? Um, Probably the Islanders. Yeah, same. Seattle's Eh, grimy. No. It's not Seattle. No. Like Ottawa Ottawa can score at times. No, no, it's the Islanders. Every every game's a slog, no matter what. Like even if they're losing hockey games, it's still hard. Yeah, Montreal or Arizona, and you go hand down. Like, one team's got six wins, the other team has seven. Mm-hmm. And you guys say it's not even a consideration. You don't think about it for two seconds. You just go straight Arizona. Yeah. That's how bad they are. Thanks, Tips. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so, Buffalo is sixth worst. Mm-hmm. Should they be included in the most disappointing front halves of the season? Or are they just, this is a turn the page year, get Tuck in, get Krebs in, and wash their hands of of the Jack Eichel distraction. What's unfortunate for Buffalo is that their schedule opened up the season and gave them and their fans a little bit of false hope though we all knew what was going to happen to the Buffalo Sabres once they got 12, 13 games into the season. Um, they're about where they should be. You're, you're, you're moving on from a franchise player in Jack Eichel. You're you're just getting the returns from that trade onto the ice for your organization. You're supposed to be bad this year. Be bad, mm-hmm. regroup, be better next year. Uh, um on the list of most disappointing performances this year, the New Jersey Devils. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. No, it, it is. Yeah. They're, they're bottom third of the league and trending towards being even lower than that. I know they won last night against Buffalo. That but doesn't count. It uh, Well, it does, actually. It counts uh, just the same, but it doesn't make you feel good. No. no. Well, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's exactly, yeah. Yeah. You'll take the two points, but you're still looking in the mirror going, yeah, you're not you're not pounding your chest over that. I one. gotta get back to the gym. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't think yeah. that did anything. Uh, those are your one timers uh, for this Thursday, December. I just do I, it. No, no, no. Just get do to it. it on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Catching up with Chapman is next. When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. Oh, Christopher. All right. Well, it's almost like a VGK reunion. You mentioned the Buffalo Sabres and four former Golden Knights in the lineup tonight out of a possible five for the Buffalo Sabres. Colin Miller is not playing tonight for the Buffalo Sabres, but they have Cody Eakin in the lineup, Peyton Krebs in the lineup, Alex Tuck, who drew a penalty, and it led to the only goal of the evening for the Buffalo Sabres, and Malcolm Subban in net for the Sabres, and his night's going about as good as Manny or Max Lagasse's game is for the Tampa Bay Lightning because Malcolm, three goals allowed on 18 shots, and I don't know what the numbers are for Lagasse, but he's given up five goals. So uh, interesting night across the league for former VGK players, and Nick Cousins. Has a goal for the Nashville Predators, and they are up 3-2 on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Do you think they had their secret handshake? In, I think in so. The Buffalo dressing room? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Decoder rings, like the Aquabats. What are you uh, What are you going to do for New Year's? Nothing. Well, you're going to go to the hockey game. Yeah, well, well. You that, have to ask the question. Well, that's that's New Year's Eve day. Like, New Year's Eve itself, I will be at home probably till about 11.45, and I have a nice little spot where we can see the strip, and we'll drive up there we'll watch the fireworks and i'll be in where is it i'm not telling you what there's a million places well to see I don't get, it gets it gets crowded no it gets yeah, crowded yeah it gets crowded you don't give out your spot yeah really yeah i i, I can tell you because I know, I know the general vicinity you are in you and I, I know I, and i know where you are and yeah. i spent some time over there too yeah. no like so, don't don't give it up so darren go hang out in sun city thomas w ryan there's the golf course overlook. Mm-hmm. I used to live in Sun City, believe it or not. Why and, wouldn't I just look out my window well, or, I don't, or my I, backyard? I don't know. I, I didn't know you had a strip view. I guess the other, the other not place, all of us are big ballers. No, You know who's got the best view of mm-hmm. anybody I I'm know? I'm going to guess 90. Yes. Yeah, I figured. He's got, he's got this just kicking backyard yeah. that you can see the whole strip. He if strikes you, me as the guy who has the best of everything out of all, out of all the broadcasters. If you go up the 215... And then merge on to Summerlin Parkway. Right as you get on the Summerlin Parkway, oh, yeah. you can see everything. It's beautiful. I bike over there. You're yeah. right. You're yeah. right about that. That's oh, one of the, that's that's, that's got to be a brutal bike ride over there. Literally, one of my favorite parts of the city is is turning on there and seeing everything. Yeah, on I Summer, like that too. When you come down that, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, wow. So you don't give out your spot? No, no, absolutely not. Well, will anybody else be up there? I hope not. That's the whole point, but just out of fluke. Like I'll, I'll, I'll turn on. A... I'll turn on the point so I can hear some music. Our sister station, ninety-seven, one. The point will play music to go along with the fireworks. Sure will. 
and uh, I will I will be in the car tested, listening. Everything tested out perfectly today, so that's, that's good that's to know. So, go. so if you want to watch the fireworks, don't want to get out of your car, You're turn welcome. on our sister station, 97, on the point, and uh, you can hear some music to go along with those fireworks. It'll be on Comp 92.3 as well. Do you uh, you see what time do you get there ahead of uh, midnight for the fireworks? About eleven fifty. Who wasn't listening now? Oh, you Chat- said eleven fifty. Chapman right. said, oh, yes, "I'll stay at my house until about eleven forty-five, and then I'm going to go out, and get to my spot." But for I didn't the fireworks. know how long it took him to get there. Can't take him more than fifteen minutes. Yeah, I didn't know whether he pulled up doing like, Let, the fishtail. It's Chapman. What do you think? <laughs> Sliding in there and like, the, like the chap stand. One hundred percent. That's Dukes absolutely what he's style. doing. Yeah. A coo coo coo. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> We're ending this year with a bang. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, Happy New Year, you guys. Uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, tomorrow with the Nooner. Uh, it is an 11 o'clock pregame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, VGK Radio Network, uh, ahead of the Anaheim Ducks and the Vegas Golden Knights. The winner, winner gets first place tomorrow. One point separating them uh, atop the Pacific Division. And we'll see who's in the lineup tomorrow morning. And we'll translate it for you. Pass along on Fox Sports Las Vegas.